0: Warning. This podcast contains mature themes, coarse language, and hella spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Love and Horror, a podcast about opposing film genres and the women who love them. I'm Deanne, and I love horror. And I'm Laura, and I love romance and drama. Welcome to episode 44. I will cut that rant out. I promise. <laughs> Only because I don't want to get sued for that. I life. was just going to say, I Not mean... Not because I really care what anyone thinks I... Or hears what I think about random local beer company. <laughs> I mean, I like my lake beer story. So if you want to leave it in,
1: I don't think Minhas is... Or I don't think random beer company <laughs> is, uh,
0: <laughs> is listening to our podcast. But anyway... Wait, we can't. We can't name drop the actual thing. Uh, Schmin has peer. thats what it is. <laughs> um, but that's a problem for editing, Deanne. Yeah,
1: it's only been like two days since we I recorded know, right?
0: last, so I don't have many stories for you. But we're like trying to get a stockpile of episodes so that someone can go on a fancy vacation. Yeah, I don't know who that somebody is, but that's exciting. It's coming up.
1: Yeah, less than a month and we leave.
0: Hooray! I'm already like trying to plan. My
1: wardrobe to pack and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was so pleased with how well I packed everything into a carry-on for our UK trip last year. And like I mean not going as far and, and we're driving. Yeah. Like we're flying and then we're driving. So yeah. if I pack a little more this time, it's not the end of the world, but but we're staying in like six different hotels and stuff, you know, yeah. we're gonna be hauling luggage. In and out of the car, yeah, a whole that's bunch. true. So, yeah, I uh, still want to try and pack pretty light. So, yeah,
0: I'm you really... can pack later, but then you are also like still in Canada, so you know, like, oh, okay, I can go to like a superstore or yes. something if yeah, I have exactly. to. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what
1: my mom was saying too. She's like, you know, there
0: will be stores around, yes, if we yeah.
1: are missing anything. So, yeah. yeah, it's not
0: like if you're missing something when you're like overseas, it's like, oh, what do they have that's comparable that I can just like get yeah. this thing here or whatever. Like, I so. need Advil, but apparently. Ibuprofen isn't a thing, but
1: we got some sort of paracetamol. Right. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so it's getting into the fun, thinking about packing and getting yeah. playlists ready. And oh, stuff. nice.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: But yeah, lots to do between now and then. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we were able to get ahead of the game and get an yeah. episode ready. So yeah, for sure.
0: So have you done anything exciting in the last
1: couple days? In the
0: last forty-eight hours. Um... I have not. Oh, yeah. actually, um, well, I could slander another business. I, <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, a restaurant for the first time. Like, everyone has been to. It's a popular restaurant. Um, six Girls? Oh, oh, I've never been to Six Girls. Um, It's like, it's another situation where, like, I don't know what the protocol is. So mm. then, like, I feel like it, like, just, like, very on the spot when I was trying yes. to order. And so I go in and it's like, oh, can I get like a bacon burger? And and he's like, okay. And then he's like, and, and I was like, and I want fries. And I just want a little fry because I knew that like they have like all the fries. Also, yeah. like, I was like, I just want a small. And then he was like, toppings. And I'm like, what? And he's like, toppings. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't catch what you said. Toppings. And I'm like, what are you saying to me right now? <laughs> and he's like, toppings, toppings. And he like motioned to the menu. And I was like, toppings on my phone. For, like, I'm, I'm, I literally don't know what you're asking me right now. Yeah. More and, than one word. please. Right. Yeah. Like just repeating the word is not doing much for me because <laughs> clearly I don't understand. And he's like, what do you want on your burger? And I was like, oh, I want the bacon burger. And then I was like, okay, wait. I said, I've never been here before. So like, am I ordering like, so right now I've ordered just a burger. Like nothing else is on it. So I'm telling you, like, what to put on it. Cause, like, you go to McDonald's and it's like, here's what's on our burger. If you don't like it, get fucked. Right. Yeah. And apparently, that's like, <laughs> that's like not what they have at Six Girls. So then I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I was like, so, like, on the spot and discombobulated. I was like, uh, lettuce, tomato, ketchup. And then, and then on top of all that, I was still like gobsmacked. Cause I was like, did I just pay $21 for this oh, meal? Oh, right. And so then I was like getting a drink and my friend who was with me, she was like getting a drink with me and she was like, what did you get? And I was like, I, I don't, I, I got lettuce and tomato. Like, do I even want that on my body? Like, I'm so.
1: Yeah. Like what? on the spot.
0: Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, yeah, I guess I usually get like onion, a pickle, you know, Yeah, yeah. but it's like, so next time I go. Which, it's so expensive, I can't see me going again. Like, the burger burger. itself was good. Like, it tasted like a homemade burger. Mm -hmm. So, it was quite nice. But, you know, I mean, for 20 bucks, I could get something a lot nicer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and the fries were, like, those, like, thick-cut soggy fries, which I'm not about that (laughs) life. Um, That's everything,
1: though, anymore is, like, so expensive to, to eat out. Even at fast food, mm-hmm. you're paying 20 bucks for a combo damn near.
0: Yeah. Crazy time. I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just a plebe, but I still go to McDonald's. And McDonald's, I can get, like, a McChicken combo with, like, the biggest coffee possible because that's how I roll for, like, 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I got I, – I ate at Arby's last night. I know, your favorite place. <laughs> oh, God. And I got just, like, a combo, and it was 17 bucks. That's insane. For, like, a sandwich and fries and a drink.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. That's why you don't eat at Arby's.
1: Or anywhere, I guess. Go to McDonald's, dude. Even McDonald's, I feel like I always end up spending more than... Although, I haven't gotten an actual meal at McDonald's in ages. I get, like, a single cheeseburger and a small drink.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh. That's okay. But, yeah, I usually get, like, a McChicken, regular fries, and then a large coffee. So, it's, like, a combo. And then I think I, like, pay more because I, like, upsize my coffee. And, yeah, it's usually, like, 11 bucks. Hmm yeah big up mcdonald's you could sponsor us if you want <laughs> just saying be um, okay
1: i do listen to a lot of podcasts that are sponsored by mcdonald's canada particularly Right? podcasts in go. the states
0: that are sponsored by mcdonald's canada and they're like do they do the ad reads on there or yeah. is it just really yeah. oh that's interesting because um, i was gonna say if it was like a like a aggregate that was put in like no after yeah, the, but they, they're like actually yeah. like reading the ad. oh that's, that's very cool. interesting yeah, they were really hawking the chicken Big Mac for a while there. Nobody should ever <laughs> fucking hawk that. It's, it doesn't even look appealing to me. It is so disgusting. Oh. I was like, McChicken is like my like my McDonald's jam, so like that's what I get every time I go there. And I was like, a different kind of McChicken, I'm gonna get that. Absolutely not. Hmm. Like yeah. McChicken, and well, because you don't get like the actual like McChicken oh. like patty. It's like these like tiny, tiny little like chicken pancake thingies and you get like two (laughs) and you get like two of them because it's like like a big mac so it's got like the extra like bread in the middle and then it's got like the mac sauce on it and like all that together is not yeah it does not it is not how the mcchicken they did that mcchicken dirty don't ever get that yeah it
1: never even for a second crossed my mind i love
0: a big mac yeah but
1: just the the like flea (laughs) i'm gonna sound all like food critiquey here but the flavor profile of the Big Mac doesn't scream chicken to me like yeah
0: it no it's not good like I I had it I like I, as soon as I saw an ad for it I was like I'm gonna have to try that and then my friend she was like it's not good she's like I had one and it was very disappointing and I was like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be gross but I gotta try it for myself I need to formulate my own opinion yeah and it was disgusting <laughs> so don't ever eat that Bluch. <laughs> okay I'll take your your word for it yeah I don't even know if it's still available. I don't even know. I haven't seen it for a while. Hold that abomination.
1: <laughs> I don't think I have any businesses that I can slander in the last week, hmm, so too bad. <laughs>
0: we'll find some. Do we want to talk about some movies? Let's talk about some movies. <laughs> So we'll start with the scary one this time. And this uh, this episode, episode 44, is coming out on June 23rd, and June 24th is the festival, the Pagan Festival of Midsummer. So I figured we would watch Midsummer. Yes. Did you Good timing? Yeah. Did you know anything about it going in? I actually
1: did know a fair amount about yeah. this before. In theory, I should have known much more than I did, because mm. I know shortly after it came out and everybody was talking about it, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I am never going to watch this. But I'm so curious about why people are so disturbed oh, by it. Oh, yes. So I definitely read the full synopsis on, like, Wikipedia. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But I didn't remember ah a lot. Of, Fair. I there were things that I was expecting to happen that I'm like I thought that I knew that this happened in this movie and it didn't end oh, up being how I remembered reading hmm. about it. So um yeah, so I I mean I knew that they traveled to Sweden and I knew that they um I knew that somehow she was responsible for him dying. I knew he was oh, going to really? die okay. and I knew that but I I yeah, I had definitely had a different image in my head of how that played out. So, mm, okay. Um, but yeah, so I I knew some stuff.
0: Yeah. Um it wasn't until I rewatched it this time that I realized when we were first like planning our episodes, we I think this episode had a loose theme of like breakup vacations. Yes, yeah. And it wasn't until I watched it again I was like, "Oh, they were still together when they took that vacation." Yeah, but
1: they oops. Broke up on the trip. It's still, yeah. It's and they still
0: should have fucking broken up before the, the Yeah, I was gonna I say they've been
1: working their way to a breakup for a long time. Yeah. So
0: it's it still fit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Midsommar is a twenty nineteen film. It was directed and written by Ari Aster, who also did Hereditary. Right. It stars Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper, and Will Poulter. So it had a budget of $9 million, and it went on to make $48 million at the box office. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it as 83% on the tomato meter, and a 63% audience score. And Metacritic has it as a 72% Metascore and a 6.5 user score. So Tomris Lafley for RogerEbert.com gave this four stars. Mm. And they say... Some will be troubled by the excess in Midsomar. The unburdened surplus of lengthy customs does overshadow some of the film's potentially ripe avenues of interest, such as the scholarly rivalry between Christian and Josh, as well as the racial dynamics that are only briefly hinted at. But the invigorating reward here is the ultimate sovereignty you will find in Danny, a surrogate for any woman who has ever excused an inconsiderate mate, an inconsiderate male, rationalized his unkind words or thoughtless non-apologies. Pew knows it in the film's liberating final shot, and you will know it too, so intensely that her freedom might just feel like therapy. I managed to find a, a review on bloodydisgusting.com that actually had like a number review, because oh, nice. um, a couple of times I've looked and they don't have a number review, so there seems to be no like continuity or whatever yeah, on their yeah. website. It's just like, we do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> So, but bloodydisgusting.com gave it three skulls out of five. And they said, The best moments in Midsommar come when Aster eschews the awkward and obvious culture class symbolism. How cute is it that the biggest jerk in a paganism movie is named Christian? (laughs) And highlights instead the raw, soulful energy of Florence Pugh's performance. Powerful, but denying herself all power. And grieving, but unable to find anyone who cares. The film's most unforgettable, cathartic moment comes not with the gruesome... Vivid violence, but the scene where a room full of cult members breathes in time with her, screams along with her, and fully shares her unbelievable pain. And then I did just find another brief little review in Variety that didn't give it a number, which is just like, give me a number! <laughs> I like, know. To quantify this! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everything must be quantified. Yeah. Um, but Variety.com says, Danny's grief, rage, and longing for compassion finally finds an outlet – And once the real fireworks start to ignite, you realize how powerfully the film's themes resonate when they're given room to breathe. It's just a shame it takes so long to bring them into focus. Which a lot of the things I read were like, it was like really good, but it took way too long and had this all like a whole bunch of extra stuff around Mm. it to like try and tell this story that, you know, could have been pared down. It was a long movie. Yeah, but all the reviews, like, greatly celebrated uh, Florence Pugh's performance. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay, why don't you go ahead and give me a synopsis? A young
1: woman loses her entire family in a horrific way. She is left with no one but her distant gaslighting boyfriend to comfort her. However, without telling her, he has planned a trip to Sweden with some of his college friends and out of guilt invites her along. They're told that there will be festivals and ceremonies but have no idea what these entail. And as they become more and more immersed in the community's increasingly bizarre and brutal customs, it ends up costing
0: all but one their lives. Huh. So this is part of a genre called folk horror. And it's um it's kind of like really popular right now, but it like dates back to like the 60s and 70s with horror horror movies, kind of like movies that Like, take place in the woods with, like, Mm. traditional customs and kind of stuff like that. So there's a whole, like, kind of resurgence of folk horror right now. And this is considered, like, one of the best, like, modern examples of folk horror. Cool. Yeah. What I found was it said the costumes were developed with antique Hungarian and Romanian linen. Um, And then it was embroidered with uh, runes that were, like, uh, specially... Uh, developed for the movie they weren't like Mm. real runes but um whoever wrote what i read there uh like when i was like looking up information i find it hard to believe that all those costumes had antique linen yeah that seems like because there's a lot of costumes there's a lot of costumes
1: that would be a lot of linen and if it was like a limited resource.
0: Yeah, I can see like maybe like a couple of costumes or if there was like a prototype made. Yeah. But yeah, I can't see all of those costumes being antique linen.
1: Interesting though. I feel like you probably there's probably a lot of facts about this movie, hey.
0: Yeah, there's there's a few. I kind of thought I would find more. But oh. um yeah, there's there's you know, a handful in there. <laughs> um but yeah, the costumes, the the kind of the main like idea was the director wanted them to look handmade yes which like traditional costuming like that like it looks a lot like um like the the embroidered uh like ukrainian shirts yes. that we see yeah, here i definitely and stuff f- like that. felt that yeah yeah for sure so i quite enjoyed the costumes yeah they were beautiful yeah the um the big uh like may queen dress that florence pew wears at the end had yep. 10,000 silk flowers holy on it holy shit and at the end it was auctioned off um for 65,000 dollars And the proceeds went to COVID-19 pandemic relief for firefighters. So yeah, apparently um, Ariana Grande really wanted to buy it and she like got outbid. (gasps) Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, I do have a few other uh, fun facts I can throw in as we go along, but why don't you give me all your thoughts and feelings on Midsommar? Well, for a two and a half hour movie, I only have two
1: pages of notes. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, it's interesting. I'm, Interested to see your reaction to my reaction. Okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, my first note is that, oof, this is a long one. <laughs> oh, yeah. They spend quite a bit of time establishing her story. She's got a sister who's unstable and and uh, has sent her this ominous message that she's worried about her parents and, and her sister's lives. And everybody kind of seems to be a little dismissive of mm-hmm. it and... And she's worrying, and it turns out that all of her worries were warranted because her sister uh, planned a rather elaborate murder-suicide for her and her parents. So Mm -hmm. in one evening, she's lost her entire family. Something that really, really struck me. So my my actual note about that is like, well, that's heartbreaking. I didn't expect to be crying before the credits. (laughs) (laughs) Because Florence Pugh is such a good actor. And her, like all through this movie, any scenes where she's like grieving or like in it, yeah, it's so heart wrenching. Like her, mm-hmm. she's there, her like wails mm-hmm. are so free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, you know, if somebody's acting those big loud wails and sobs, sometimes it can feel a little bit like choked back. Like mm-hmm. they don't just feel. Fully, yeah. Let it go, and yeah. she was just so, like, fearless and open mm-hmm. with those those really traumatic scenes. Yeah, and she um, grieved
0: with like her whole body. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and like, who could imagine going through something like oh, that? Like just
0: awful. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Who knows how how a person would react?
0: Yeah. So then,
1: we meet her boyfriend and his friends, mm-hmm. and. First of all, I'm like, hey, it's cheaty. that Did is. Did you ever watch um, The Good Place? No. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. William Jackson. Oh, William Jackson Harper? Yeah. yeah. He's in. Oh, okay. In it. He's hmm. like one of the main characters in The Good Place.
0: And hmm. I like him.
1: Yeah. So she's, you know, she's trying to like socialize. and This whole movie the, just breaks your heart with... How much she is pretending to not be grieving or like pretending to be okay, yeah, and truly has no one, even her boyfriend of four years, yeah, to understand that like this horrific, horrific thing I've just went through, I'm gonna be grieving for a long time, absolutely like, this is yes, never gonna not bubble up, yes, like, um, like. My aunt died a year ago, and last week I cried myself to sleep one night just because I had a memory yeah, of her. It's absolutely. like, you know, this is her whole life. Yes. And, and the amount that she stifles her pain to make other people
0: comfortable mm-hmm. yeah,
1: is really striking.
0: Yeah, and, like, makes, like, a lot of excuses for yeah. him, and just, like, she's, like, really trying to, like – make everything okay and it's like nothing is okay and that's okay and nothing is okay
1: and that's okay but also like you know you definitely get the impression that there was some of this like gaslighting and unsupportiveness Mm -hmm. and stuff before this happened yeah but I can also totally understand how after he's all she has Mm -hmm. so you know even even if she's making excuses and stuff like I can understand the um sentiment of like i need to keep him yes part yeah of my life I, I can't lose I everything nothing else yeah. yeah and even so i'm gonna get way ahead of myself mm-hmm. But the scene where she walks in and sees him humping the <sighs> whole group i uh, <laughs> <laughs> um you know and and she's sobbing and wailing just as much from that as she did for finding out that her whole family yeah, was dead yeah. and and that's what I felt in that moment was like this is like this is it now I have lost everything yes yeah but yeah so in trying to like make him more comfortable and and mm-hmm. not be true to what she's going through she goes and hangs out with his friends and yeah. they start talking about this trip that they've planned yeah and uh so then he kind of just out of guilt and fully expecting her not to yeah. want to come, yeah. they invite her on this trip. And I'm like, you can tell in the scene where she like goes to his apartment and they're all there. and She, she doesn't know these guys well. Mm-hmm. They haven't, you know, spent time with yes. each other's friends yeah. or whatever. So I'm just like going on a trip across the world with these people that you hardly know. We just feel so awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. So they get to Sweden and the tone really shifts mm-hmm. and we start seeing more of like the light brightness. So yes, I do appreciate how there you go. much light was yeah. in this film. Really. Yeah. I'm like, see, you can be yeah. gruesome Full and sign. brutal and well lit. There you go.
0: Okay, <laughs> Take note, people.
1: But we also start getting really like arty with the shots. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is definitely, you can tell that this is more of like a an arty film yeah um which i keep forgetting it's a24 is that the is this an a24 movie it is an a24 yes um so that's kind of you know oh yeah because it's the same as uh yeah hereditary yeah yeah so it's it's definitely more of like uh i want to say avant-garde but that's not actually the words i'm looking for but I can't remember the words that I'm looking
0: for. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they do also call this, like, elevated horror. Right, yes. So, yeah. So,
1: the, uh, yeah, so we're kind of getting getting glimpses of how, like, beautiful and, Id- like, everything looks so idyllic mm-hmm, at first. Like, mm-hmm. definitely, like, some weird sketchy vibes from some of the people and stuff. But at first, like, you really would be lulled into a calm nature of this yeah. rural place with mm-hmm. all these people they their white and yeah. um, everything just looks so beautiful. Yeah. So when the day after they get there, it's Danny's birthday. Mm-hmm. And just in another like highlighting of the gaslighting of this yeah. man, um she says she forgot to remind him that it's yes! her birthday. And I'm like, motherfucker, if you need to be reminded of your after partner's, four after fucking four years. years If you need to be reminded. And like, sure, when something can be said for, um, they're traveling into a different time zone and, and, you know, whatever. So like, missing it by a day or so, but like having absolutely nothing planned for Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, you knew it was, or you should have known that it was going to be in this time period. Yeah, yeah, exactly. but yeah, I'm just like that is so much gaslighting. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it didn't take me long to decide that Mark is the Bert,
0: the Bert, the shithead. Oh, shithead Bert. That why? Why are you here? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. The oddball like
1: doesn't fit in. Like doesn't fit the group somehow. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's like yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to Sweden to like this this like little like small like rural settlement and like the second they're there it's like there's fucking bugs and there's this and yeah. there's that and it's like dude you're basically camping right he yeah he was like yeah he
1: was annoying yeah but, and i mean obviously
0: yeah as a plot device yes you know yes, it was yes, intentional yeah.
1: but but yeah it was just like you know there's there's always got to be somebody like that who's like
0: can't wait till they kill you
1: it <laughs> <the>, was <who's laughs> like you know not Necessarily here to embrace another culture's
0: customs. Yes, and stuff. And I mean, yes.
1: In this case, probably rightly so. But uh, but yeah, if I'm going to my friend's hometown to experience their cultures and customs, and then I'm just complaining about everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: like Bert from Cabin Fever. Yes. My, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Mark yeah. is the Bert. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know I've like. When I've been to Europe, there always are those tourists who are like, oh, this isn't like America, so I hate it. And it's like, bitch, you're in France right now. Right, yeah. Like, what did you expect? If you want things to be like America, stay in
1: America. Yeah. My favorite, like, tourist story from when I was in France, my mom and aunt and I were sitting in this, like, little, perfect little French bistro, Mm -hmm. having a croque monsieur. Yeah. And um, there was some women at a table a couple tables away from us who must, I think I'm sure they were from like Texas Mm. and they were going on and on to the waiter about, I just love y'all's accent. Oh God. And I'm like, this feels like scripted. It's so ignorant American. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like talking in this thick, thick accent about the accent of the person whose home you are in.
0: Yeah. Like you're the one with the accent here. Yeah. I mean, we all have accents and there's definitely like, I think like a way to say that without being like, not condescending, like uh patronizing. Yeah, this yeah.
1: this came across very patronizing and very like You're so cute. Loud and brash yeah. and just yeah. like know where you are. Exactly. Yes. Your cat is just she wild is, today. Yeah, there's
0: a fly in the house, so we must go insane. <laughs> I love it. So when they're when um Pele
1: is showing them around and shows them where they sleep and it's mm-hmm. just like this great big room with a bunch of beds right. I'd be like um can you take me to the local super eight although listen to me being a hypocrite i right. like you're there to embrace their ways and their yeah. cultures take me to a
0: hotel with a king size bed please <laughs> I was okay with like I was like oh this is like a really nice like place where like you all go together and you sleep and I quite liked that until that fucking baby started crying and I yes. was like no I'm out I yeah. will not stay there now
1: yeah um and really truly like the the building and the the way it's outfitted and stuff was beautiful it was I loved I loved 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 the style yes. of everything in this yeah. movie. the costumes the the like painting on mm-hmm. the walls and stuff yeah um, Even just like the really simple rugs on the Mm floors that like that kind of, yeah, the whole aesthetic. I love the aesthetic of this this movie. Most of the paintings and stuff until we see the tapestry. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. I just realized something. Fuck. See, this is a movie where like, I'm probably going to have to watch it Mm -hmm. more to pick up. I'm like... Part, it wasn't so cerebral that it's like, I can't figure out what's mm, going mm. on or, but, but there were lots of little symbols and stuff so that many I did little pick details. up that I'm like, yes. I'm sure like I'm good or maybe not watch it a bunch more, but like watch some deep dive yeah, analysis on uh, YouTube or something, because I'm sure there are so many things that I missed and I just, just put together. That tapestry was showing she was cutting her <laughs> pubic hair. Yeah, and then, yeah, there were a few other scenes. It was foretelling, the drink. Yeah. that they gave. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch it in the movie, but to be perfectly honest, I saw a TikTok about it. Yeah, <laughs> after like yeah. today, I was I was watching some like horror movie mm, TikToks, mm-hmm. and they and it was I, somebody commenting on how um, Christians drink was darker in that scene and and then he found the pubic hair yeah
0: well uh, the pubic hair i think was in like that little pie right because when when they're making the pies if you look at like um i can't think of what maya i think is what her name is she like puts like a very like she's very deliberate putting like a very special pie aside yeah i did catch that yeah Yeah. you're right sorry but that's my pube pie but but, uh the drink had
1: menstrual blood yeah it It was darker than everybody else's so yeah um so that that tapestry was foretelling absolutely that yes scene specifically yeah. and I there's just... there's a
0: few places where like the paintings on the wall and stuff are like well yeah kind of like foretell
1: that's the um the thing that i'm like i'm sure i missed so many but i did catch a couple little things like um when i'm just just gonna jump around all yeah, over the fine. place for this one when christian is in sieves yeah house yeah and She's, like, saying, hey, you want to fuck so-and-so? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, while he's waiting for her, he's looking at a painting on the wall that's this bear kind of... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I picked up on that, but I'm sure there's
0: so much that I didn't...
1: But they definitely, like, really lingered on that tapestry right yes. at the beginning when they're being Yeah, like, of, like a
0: full close-up of, like, every yeah. scene. yeah Yeah, and, like,
1: just... This is our cultural artwork of somebody's vagina and
0: well that that that, that panel really like brings it all together. Yes. You can't you can't not have the clothes what? with the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like watching it, like this was my second watch and watching it the second time is like, oh, I'm like noticing like so many more details the second time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I bet you every time you'd watch it, you'd For sure. new things. Yeah. So back to Pele is showing them where they stay, and then he's mm-hmm. talking about how they look at people's lives as four seasons, and mm-hmm. from this age to this age, it's spring, and this age to this age, it's and then he goes, and from sixty-four to seventy-two, you're the mentor or whatever, and somebody says, What happens at seventy-two? And he kinda jokingly makes this like next slice, yeah, like yeah. we we kill them. Yeah. Um and they both just kinda They're chuckle. Like, oh, and, that's funny, yeah. yeah. Like life ends um, at
0: seventy-two. And then
1: the next morning so their first, like, full day there. Yeah. They're at breakfast and everything is very ceremonial with how mm. they, um, you know, this this old couple comes to the head of the table and everybody waits for them to initiate eating and yeah. stuff. And I felt kind of smart in that moment because I'm like, are these, these, these two people are, like, old. Are they 72 mm. and about to die? Yeah. I don't know if they were 72, but they were definitely about yep. to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also I was like, these, these two people look like they've been through some shit. They've seen some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So something's about to go down. I'm like, so I thought of it more, I, I, my kind of guess of what was going to happen was that they're 72 and they're about to be sacrificed. Ah. In the end, they actually sacrifice themselves. Yes. And it's like, apparently just what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that they were, it was going to be much more, we are sacrificing Mm, you. Like we're going to throw you in a volcano. Yeah. Uh, or throw you to the bear. <laughs> yes. Because there's just a random bear in a cage. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> they're like, what's that bear for? That's not important. Come this way. Yeah, it's, it's like no, bear. There, there's a bear in a cage. That's important. But yeah, so then I was like, well, I was at least
1: right about them being sacrificed. But it was a self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. and uh, And he's like... It's a part of the ceremony. And I'm like, yeah, you might want to give your friends a heads up. Right. Yeah. Like how traumatizing would that be to see? Yeah. And then, you know, of course, Danny with with her raw nerves already, like yeah. holy shit. And actually she she held herself together much more, which kind of also shows how much she is used to like mm-hmm. stuffing down yep. her discomfort. Yeah. Um, but the other couple, the other Non-part of the community yeah. couple, Simon and Connie. Yeah. Um they're freaking out much yeah. more. And I'm yeah. just like, I wonder how that's gonna play out for them that they're like freaking out at these yeah. people's customs. And you know, and, and they do a really good job of like kind of rationalizing how, you know, we don't want people to just get old and fade away. Like they're yeah. they're controlling yeah. their destiny, and it's like eh. Got to be some happy medium there. Like I'm, I'm in favor of like assisted, dying, yeah, oh yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're. Anyway, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> I guess you can't stop somebody if they want to sacrifice themselves. Yeah, absolutely. But, but let's not
0: just super normalize it, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, watching this movie through the entire movie when I first watched it, I was like, this is not a horror movie to me. This is a lovely movie about this nice community that, like, the bad guys are these fucking entitled piece of shit Americans that I fucking hate. Yeah. And I quite like this little community, and I I like what they got going on there. (laughs) I think, like, everything they do kind of makes sense. And, Um, like, when you do something in your community that you've done for hundreds of years it's just a normal yeah thing like even i think it's christian says at one point he's like they do this with their elders like we put ours in nursing homes and we just forget about them yeah and yeah. like nursing homes are notorious for kind of being shitty and abusive so right. like who's yeah. really doing i guess better yeah
1: here? i just yeah it was definitely an interesting thought experiment yes yeah um and I was glad they had a contingency plan for if the fall doesn't kill you. Did you like the contingency plan, though? Not so much. I mean, <laughs> but
0: it was quick and effective. It was. And then they got, that was cl- almost- they got that, like, wicked close-up. And I was like, oh, yes, I remember. It's the same guy that made Hereditary. Uh, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. We got a lot of head bashings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I was surprised at how, like much I wasn't grossed out by, like, the mm. close-ups of the Bastion. I was wondering, like, like, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, the like The The shock of the impact of the first, of the woman,
2: mm-hmm.
1: was, like, sh- it was shocking. Yeah. But, but then the actual, like, close-ups of their heads, Bastion, and even, yeah. like, when they cremate them and stuff, you see quite, yeah. quite close up yeah. their injuries. I'm like, am I just desensitized oh, now <laughs> gotcha <laughs> yeah you know and it's funny how you said like when you watch it you're like this isn't really a, a horror yeah i had a couple moments like that too where i'm like this definitely isn't a typical horror movie yeah. like i i was really like like so much of this movie is nice to watch it is and then yes. there's these like shocking scenes yes, thrown in yeah. and it's like um you know, even like the, the scene where they're dancing, where Danny ends up getting crowned the May queen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it looks like this
0: beautiful It does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, I've just jumped around so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So the whole point of that was like, maybe give your friends a heads up that this is yeah. part of the
0: custom. Well, like the night before, like Pele had said like, oh, tomorrow morning is the etastupa. And, yeah. uh, and I think it's Josh who's yeah. was like the really good, like anthropologist yes. guy is like, for real? And he's like, "Yeah, that's what we're doing." And everyone's like, "Yo, like, can you fill us in?" And he's like, "I'm terrified, and I'm going to sleep now. Like, I cannot believe that we're doing this tomorrow." Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the idea of the atteshdupa is part of like Swedish like folklore or legend or whatnot. Oh, okay. Um, it's recently been decided or like kind of realized or whatever that they never actually like practiced Ate Stupa. Oh. but it is enough of like. Their lore that it's kind of still like part of like their culture, like almost like a like a folk tale or yeah. like a I don't know what do we ha- what what we have that's like similar, like a thing that didn't really happen, but it's kind of like a, a legend that is yeah, kind of like yeah. makes up part of your I know what you're your trying culture. to say. I can't think of an Yeah, we're we're well. really good with words today. Yeah, <laughs> but then um, the more I read, is it's kind of this like concept that i've that kind of like keeps coming up and things that i'm reading lately that it's like oh that makes sense so like the idea first came from i can't think of like what culture kind of like dominated sweden for a while like invaded and like mm. um uh like occupied it but they made up these stories to show like how bad like these people were and like oh. why they had to be conquered and it's like well look what they do to like their old people or whatever and so You know, let's, we have to conquer them. And like the idea of, um, another example is people, we talk about the dark ages and it's like, well, nothing happened in the dark ages. And that's why we had a Renaissance after it. And it's like, no, there were a lot of renaissances all over the world, but the cultures that like the Romans, uh, like, uh, dominated, they didn't like any of their culture. Yeah. So there was like, nothing happens here. It's the dark ages. Yeah. It wasn't until the Romans came along right. that everything was wonderful. And, yeah, it's, and like, it's like, no, that's just the way you spun that because you've been like col- colonizing these people. Right. You know, it's you know, it's like calling indigenous people like savages. It's no, like they're, they're these lovely cultures yeah. that you were trying to spin they... to make it okay to dominate them. Right,
1: yeah. Yeah, we think that you're brutal and unsophisticated. Mm-hmm. So we're doing you a favor by mm-hmm. colonizing. I actually did get like real like kind of, Colonize vibes from this movie, mm, too. Yeah. They, I, I, um, you know, I had seen previews or like clips and stuff where, especially like Florence Pugh's character was in the traditional costuming and mm. stuff. Um, I was surprised to see how much of the film the like Americans spent in their American clothing. Yes. Yeah. And it really did a, a good job of. Like, visually showing their difference, right? Yes. Like, they yeah. stood out. Yes. And to get even a little bit deeper into it, mm-hmm. I don't know if this was... I, I feel like... I, I was going to say, I don't know if this was intentional, but I feel like probably everything is intentional. Yes, absolutely. But um, Josh's character being, like, the only person of color there, and he stood yes. out so Yeah, much. because, like,
0: who are the whitest people in the world? The Swedish. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And he's a fairly...
2: Dark He's a very black. dark skin. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It's it's interesting because, not that like, Swedish people aren't racist because like you know people are racist. Yes, but it's an interesting concept because they're outside of America and like how that. Because I feel like he wasn't really treated no differently yeah. because of his race, but like, if this had happened in like an all white community, like in the American South, right. Josh probably would have been like, you know what? I'm actually just going to go home. Yeah, It's, it's fine. No. I, don't, I don't need I'll to walk. go on it's this trip. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I'll just walk across America to get home. Yeah. It's totally fine. So there's a scene where
1: they're all sleeping and the guys all wake up in the middle of the night and drive away without her. And I'm like,
0: are these motherfuckers right? leaving without her? And then you realize it's it's a dream. But um, they're so fucking shitty that for a second you're like, yes, oh, they're leaving. It's, they're leaving absolutely. Her. I yeah. totally
1: would have believed that they... Would leave her. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a dream. And yeah. I'm like what's the better
0: Yeah, option? right? Yeah, exactly. It's all um, awful.
1: I'm I just had to have a comment in here randomly
0: about what is up with the creepy redhead. Oh yeah. And then we find out what's up with the creepy yes. redhead later, but um that was her her first feature film uh, debut. She had, like, never, like, been in a film before. And that was, like, her first film.
1: I also liked the imagery with her of, like, her different appearance after her encounter with Christian. <laughs> yes. You know, she's got lipstick on. Nobody has any, yes, like, makeup or anything. Right. And all of a sudden she's got this really red lipstick. Yeah. And her clothing is even more colorful and yeah. stuff. Yeah. She's um, flowering. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I was just like, these motherfuckers. (laughs) So then we see a scene where the two other, um, Simon and Connie, Mm -hmm. you know, they're deciding that they're going to leave. Yeah. And um, one of the elders is talking to Connie and saying, Simon went ahead to the train station and you'll meet him there. Yeah. And like instantly, you know, he is not at the train station. No, no. And she knows it too. She's like, nope, this isn't right. And she's like freaking out. Yeah. Uh, And then shortly later, you hear Woman Screaming in the background. I had the subtitles on for this. Uh, Ah, okay. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It says Woman Screaming. Yeah. (laughs) Like,
0: oh.
1: uh, Yeah. That's that's funny. funny. Yeah. I don't remember if it was at this point yet, but um, there was a point where they lure Mark away and say, like, Come with me, and this was after he's peed on the tree and. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, like, just typical American tourist doing whatever the fuck he wants. I literally,
0: like, as an American, I literally, like, take your tradition and I piss on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So.
1: Yeah, he'd been lured away at some point, and and then it wasn't until like the very end when you see all the bodies being loaded into the temple to be sacrificed that I'm like. Oh yeah, Mark
0: forgot about <laughs> I it. forgot about
1: that guy. So, we see the scene where Danny is crowned the May Queen, mm-hmm. and I, um, I w- was overthinking it, mm. and I'm like, what had happened if she hadn't won, mm-hmm. or was it like preordained? Like, mm. was it was it fixed? yeah so that she'd win or or whatever um cuz i'm like if she hadn't won and become the may queen would mm. she be one of the others
0: that was sacrificed or yeah like? I, I don't know i feel like maybe she would have been given like like an option like you can stay here and just like assimilate into our culture or you can get in the fucking temple that we're going to set on fire right? yeah well maybe like i feel like they wouldn't just let her go home because then there is like the like the possibility of like going to the authorities and right. having them come in Yeah, yeah
1: even actually now thinking back to that I bet you that's even why um they told Josh and Christian that yeah you can do your your thesis because yes. you're not getting that out Yeah here.
0: yeah exactly.
1: Yeah and it's a it's hard to think about who's the bigger villain in this movie is it Christian because he's a dick Yeah or Pele, because he was... Because he brought them all. He brought them all, and he was yeah. so, like, the way that he... He was the only one who was really kind to Danny. Like, yes. he he was really engaged with her that first night where mm-hmm. they, you know, were still in America and planning the trip and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, like, he knew what he was doing all along, yeah he was so convincing that he was just, yeah. like... So well cast to that he was like mm. the kindest, warmest looking yes, person. With yes, this- absolutely. And I should say, I was about to say this kind, warm looking person who actually had completely nefarious intentions. But it's another interesting thought process of if it is nefarious purposes, because he totally just thinks that he's doing this normal thing for yeah. his, his culture. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, is he evil or is he just so much a part of this like cult kind of, right? Like
0: Yeah, it's like that's why you can kind of not assign like good and evil, like such black and white yeah. to like anything yeah. because there's so many different sides to things where it's like what you think is like disgusting and bad is like just another part of someone's culture. And it's like, well, this is just how we do things and But just, but then there are some culture. things that are like even if it's part of your culture, that's bad, yeah, right? So, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's,
1: it's, you could kind of talk in circles about some of this stuff. For sure,
0: absolutely. But um, I think that he saw potential in Danny, like, right away. He yes. was like, no, she needs to come with yeah. us. Because like, he says once they get there, he's like, well, we don't really have... Or I don't think he says it, but, like, someone else that Christian is talking to is like, well, sometimes we, like, bring people in from outside the yes. culture so we don't have, like, inbreeding. When they're talking
1: about inbreeding. Yeah, yeah.
0: Except for the people who write the...
1: Rue... What's the name of? Oh, their... the Ruby rodder? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who are intentionally
0: inbred? I don't think I caught that part.
1: Yeah. Well, so when when Josh is learning about the Ruby Radar, mm-hmm. um and they're talking about how the the. I think he says the disabled person is mm. is the one that's writing it now. Oh and, yes, that's right. And he says, so when they die, do you just like essentially wait around for another one to be born that's yeah. un uncluttered unclouded, I think they call it. Oh, okay. Unclouded. And then he says, Well, no, they're they're
0: created by
1: design through inbreeding.
0: Oh, I totally missed that part. Yeah. Oh. so... Yeah,
1: so we don't support inbreeding except for this exception where we Yeah, yeah, this one, like, particular, inbreeding. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, then I, so then kind of thinking about that, and, and the, yeah, we had heard the comment earlier about they occasionally bring in newcomers, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, yeah, this is a lot of fresh blood that you've brought in here. Yes. So, surprising that only one
0: impregnation happened, maybe? Yeah, I'd I'd be interested to see, like, how other years this has gone, Had this has gone for them. Like, do this many people, like, die? Because I feel like there's always, like, a sacrifice, but maybe it isn't always, like, the outsiders. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. But then you don't Um, really have anyone in the community that doesn't have, like, that Swedish accent, so. Yeah, and
1: then, but there are some that speak English and some that don't. This is true, yeah. Yeah. and actually, now thinking back, they so they lured Mark away in that one scene. Mm-hmm. Did they before they killed him? Was there, you know, maybe he participated too, right? Like we could, don't really. Because s- I feel
0: like there was like he
1: was gone conversation. for a long time. Like
0: didn't they say something like? Because like everyone was kinda like giving like giving eyes to the American men. Yeah. And wasn't there a conversation at some point where it's like, Are you gonna fuck her later? And he was like, oh, maybe.
1: Well, and there's a scene where he's like kind of just wandering around and he's like, Oh, there she is, and oh, she's turning around and Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. so maybe, yeah, maybe I, there's I could, more happening, happening. Be- behind yeah. the scenes. Yes. The uh scene where Christian does perform his uh I'm like, Wow, this brings a whole new meaning to like performing a sex act <laughs> right yeah because there's a whole ass audience yes and even some audience participation when
0: the one lady gets behind him and like is pushes it? on his ass it's amazing it's She's so like, good no, no no i have to help you with yeah, this yeah because he's kind of like distracted at
1: this point and they're like this is some weird shit going on yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah and yeah so
0: it's like okay you just need a little push start <laughs> there's an interesting conversation around that scene of is that a rape scene? Because she wants to be there, but he's drugged. Right. Yes. So it's and like, as soon
1: as it's over, and he horrified like he's horrified. Yes. That it's happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Danny sees
1: it, and yeah, without the full context, like I. So that was something that was interesting too, that, like when Danny sees that, and mm-hmm. she's like gutted. Yeah. Like absolutely, I can understand that, but I also feel a little bit like. You see how stuff is going here. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you can see how things that you would normally believe are kind of out the window here, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is, yeah, and I, and I mean, I don't think it would change how you would feel about mm. about it, but, like, yeah, logically, I'd be like, I don't know if this is is as it
0: seems. Yeah, right? yeah. But, I mean, Christian is such a fucking shithead. True. That you could just be like, oh, well, yeah, we're, that on, we're on vacation. And, yeah, I guess yeah. you're just going to fuck this other girl now. Okay. That's yeah. what you were going to do if I didn't come, so why let me ruin Yeah, your, yeah, exactly. Sport? But yeah. Um,
1: there's a few scenes. This is one of them. And then the um, way back, the the scene where the couple jump off the cliff mm-hmm. and the one is, not dead yet. Yeah. Um. And then the scene where Danny is. So yeah, the sex scene, the scene where Danny is like crying in the bunk room, mm-hmm. um, where everybody, everybody is feeling the same feelings. Yes. As, yes. And and at first you're like, is this a little performative? Like we mm. see that this person. So we're 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 like supporting them by yeah by acting this out. Mm-hmm. But then you really do get the feeling that it. like it is totally like um there's another term I'm looking for that mm-hmm. I but like a mind meld kind yeah, of yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah. where yeah. they're they're they all
0: seem to be legitimately feeling the feeling. Yeah like, like they all have like the same goal. Yeah. So like if one person in our community is sad, we We're are all sad. sad. Yeah. Yeah. And like I feel like especially the
1: scene where Where Danny saw Christian Mm -hmm. and then is in the room and all the women are kind of surrounding her and wailing along with her. That's like the first time she's been allowed to let her feelings out, Yes, yes,
0: yeah. Um, And then to have that, like, support around you that, like, these are feelings that are okay to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we'll have them along with you. Yeah. Um, Um, Florence Pugh said that, like, the entire shoot was, like, really grueling because it was, like a million degrees above oh. every day and like the wasps were really bad oh, really? and they had these really long hours so it was just like an arduous scene or an arduous like uh, shoot and um she said like the women in the community like that were in that scene with her were really instrumental in like helping her through mm-hmm. the film because they kind of they kind of had that like camaraderie sort of was it filmed in sweden uh it was actually filmed in bulgaria oh because so many things are yeah that's that's the place to to go go. well and i guess sweden has like really weird laws for like film sets Mm -hmm. like even though it's like you only have like so much time for shooting um you're only allowed to work for like eight hours a day oh and then after that it's like no we have to like shut down kind of thing Mm. whereas like bulgaria and pretty much everywhere else in the world it's like if we shoot for 18 hours we shoot for 18 hours like until we get the the shot basically um yeah, and then like the
1: actors' unions can deal with how you need to get paid appropriately yeah, for yeah, those. hours
0: yeah. yeah, And a lot of the actors in the film um, are Swedish. There were like some Bulgarian actors as well, but a lot of the actors are Swedish and like don't speak English. Mm. Like the the woman who um, gets pregnant with Christian, she doesn't speak English oh, at all. Really? Yeah, so he said like that was a weird scene because he had such such a like an an intimate scene with someone with that someone like he'd... he can't even really like communicate. Yeah, with. interesting. Yeah,
1: so. Towards the end of the movie, everything starts moving really quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Like especially, you know, after the the uh, sex scene. Yeah. Um, and Christian runs away, and then he runs into the chicken coop where Simon has been flayed and hanging from yeah hooks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then yeah, everything goes very quickly to where they they start loading these bodies. Here's something that I'm not sure of. Okay. So they start loading these bodies into the temple, mm-hmm. and like it's very obvious right off the bat that that it's going to be set fire. Yes. That that's yes. how it's going to be finished anyway. Yeah. Um, but are they just like severed heads on rag dolls at that point? Because the way they're throwing those bodies around, they look like they're like way nothing.
0: Yeah, like. I was a little bit confused there because there is one that I feel like I was like, oh, okay, that's Christian. And they, like, put him in there because it, like, looked like Christian. Yeah.
1: Well, and he was – Christian was still alive. He was just,
0: like, Yeah, paralyzed. but then I was like, oh, I guess he's just, like, a stand-in for Christian. So maybe they're not actually going to kill him. But then later they put him in there with the bear suit. So yeah. it's like – So yeah, the, maybe I the feel... one that you're
1: thinking, so the one that really struck me as, mm. like, this is – like, just a head on a mm. mannequin or something yeah. was Mark. Mm. Um, his face is all kind of pulled and contorted, but yeah. um, but you can tell that it's him. But, yeah, like, it's almost like just a silk sack with a head on top <laughs> yes, of it. Yes, yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, I wasn't sure what... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, like, what they did with the bodies, yeah. but...
1: Although, in in a scene shortly before that, Oh, when when Christian—I think it's when Christian is running around naked—that mm-hmm. um, uh, he sees Josh's foot sticking up out of the oh
0: ground. yes, yes, so that's maybe, right. You know,
1: maybe it is just a portion of them that's yeah, and then maybe ceremonially the rest, learned, like gets something. like
0: buried to like nourish the ground for their crops because you know yeah, I don't know anyway yeah, yeah but so yeah, it like, definitely wasn't like I? entire people like it yeah. did it was very like. Like, Red their heads doll-ish. were
1: definitely their heads. Yes. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and then and then they put Christian in in the bear suit. So the scene where they're preparing the bear, mm-hmm. at first you don't know if it's a person or, like, they're talking about cutting the intestines and stuff yeah. um, before you see the bear. Yeah. And so you don't know if it's a person or or the bear that they're gutting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as soon as they you see that it's the bear, it's like, okay, they're going to somehow... Christian into the bear. Yes. I didn't yeah. necessarily anticipate it being so much just like a Christian teddy bear. Like it's just <laughs> his little face in this bear body. He just looks like a teddy bear. Huh. But uh that's I guess what happened. The most disturbing teddy bear you right? can ever imagine. But yeah, it wasn't until they were wheeling these bodies to the temple in a wheelbarrow and you could see that one was Mark that I'm like, Oh yeah, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah. Um so yeah, so then it, it ends with them setting fire to the temple with all these nine Mm -hmm. sacrifices and the the two that like volunteered from the community Mm -hmm. um which they gave some sort of a substance so that they would feel no pain which
0: apparently was a lie yes
1: and you see kind of the whole range of emotions that danny goes through from like You know, she, in the end, was the one who decided that Christian was Mm going to be one of the sacrifices. As the May Queen, she picked um, in an elaborate game of bingo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, um, you know, so she's responsible for him dying. Yeah. And, you know, she goes through this range of, like, grief, kind of panic. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the very last scene, she just morphs into this smile where it's like yeah from like panic to grief to relief
0: yeah maybe yeah
1: and that's the end that's yeah yeah, it's an interesting ending to see her kind of have this smile and and look Mm -hmm. of relief on her face like this fucker's out of my life
0: yeah (laughs) um it's like the last thing that's like Connecting her to her old life. Yeah, And she's yes. like, I am completely free now. Yeah.
1: So, so presumably, I assumed anyway that that's she's just part of their community yeah, now, right? Absolutely. Like she's staying there forever. Yeah. And I mean, she's not got anything to go back to. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, to summarize, mm-hmm.
1: I enjoyed watching this movie. Nice. Awesome. I, the visuals were
0: gorgeous. It's so, it's such a beautiful film.
1: Yeah. yeah. And the, the violence or, like, the gore was mm-hmm. was not excessive. It wasn't, like, yeah. just, like, constant blood or anything. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see that, you know, like, the the kind of juxtaposition of all these beautiful white costumes
0: mm-hmm.
1: with not a drop of blood on any of them. I was just them. thinking and, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in the end, I ended up giving it seven floral crowns out of ten. Nice. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I I was actually really scared to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I had heard, I had I had heard that it was like really disturbing. Yeah, and I
0: would watch it again. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a movie that like you'd want to watch again. Yeah. To like you know Pick catch up... different details. Whatnot. Now I just want to like watch it like solely for the costumes. Yeah. I just want to go back and watch that. Yeah. Because I have some, like, really gauzy white fabric that's been, like, sitting in my stash for a while. And it's, like, I just want, like, a dress or a blouse or something out of that.
1: And then you can, like, embroider a hem or something on it. Because you also can embroider. This is
0: true. Yeah. All right. On to the next one, as Jay-Z has been known to say. (laughs) About a totally different movie with just as many dicks. Yes. Yeah. Um when we were coming up with our theme and it, like after I watched Midsommar, I was like, oh shit, this isn't really like a breakup and then go on vacation kind of thing. And then I emailed you after I'd watched both movies and I was like, I found
1: another theme. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, I know that, that you watched this in French, so you probably knew more about this than many of the other ones I've assigned you. But what did you know about this movie?
0: So, Okay. I was sure that this was the movie I had watched before, <laughs> but like only one scene really seemed familiar to me. Hmm. So maybe it's just that I watched it like so long ago and I was like on vacation when I watched it that like, I didn't, re- and, and like I said, I did watch it in French. So you probably weren't like super concentrating on Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So, and like, I think when like it came on TV in like the hotel in France, I don't think I'd even really like known what it was Mm. so it wasn't like oh there's that movie it was just like ah, this is on tv and it's like the one sort of like north american channel even though it wasn't because it was still in french so i was like i'll watch this so i don't think i necessarily knew anything about the movie before i watched it Mm. um and then like going into it this time it was like oh it was that movie that i watched in the hotel one time (laughs) kind of thing um i was telling my friend yvonne who i was out with yesterday I was like, oh, I still have to like go home and watch a movie tonight. Because why do anything ahead of time Well, ever? I mean,
1: we had two days. We did, between, yes. Or this is three, true. I guess. But anyway. Yeah.
0: And she's like, oh, what are you watching? And I was like... So I always get this confused with, I think, another movie that has a very similar title. title. So I'm like, I'm watching... Saving Private Ryan? No, I was like, <laughs> I'm watching Something, Something, Sarah, Something. And she was like, um... And I was like, it has... Kristen somebody in it (laughs) and and then I go and Russell Brand and Steven Seagal no wait not Steven Seagal (laughs) and she was like that is a vastly different movie yeah very different people (laughs) because I feel like there's a movie called like Finding Sarah Silverman or something but it's not about like the comedian Sarah Silverman yeah
1: no there is a movie uh About a guy whose last name is... It's Saving... Private
0: Ryan. Yes, we've established Some...
1: I can't remember. Uh, Then... Let's just consult the Google here. Um, I know the movie that you're talking Mm about. Okay. I think now that I'm typing this, I think it's just... I can't type and talk at the same (laughs) time. I think it's just called Saving Silverman. Yeah,
0: Saving Silverman. okay. That sounds like an emo band. (laughs) It kind of does. Saving Silverman, opening for Hawthorne Heights this summer. Um... Yeah, so I think maybe I've taken, like, the actress Sarah Silverman (laughs) and, like, conflated it with Saving Silverman and then putting it with Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So all that to say, I had no fucking idea what I was watching, apparently. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. Made for more of a surprise, I guess. Yeah, there you go.
1: Well, Saving Sarah... (laughs) <laughs> See, you don't even know. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall was released in two thousand and eight. Written by Jason Segel and directed by Nicholas Stoller, stars Kristen Bell, Jason Segel, Mila Kunis, and Russell Brand. It had a budget of thirty million and a box office of one hundred and five point eight million. Whoa. so it did quite well. Yeah, um, it's a Judd Apatow yeah joint. So. Yeah. They're money makers. This is true. Um, It has 83% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with a 76 audience. Okay. So it reviewed quite well. Met a score of 67 with a 7.5 audience. Uncle Raj uh, gave it three and a half stars Mm. and said that it deftly mixes raunchy R-rated comedy with an intelligent, humane look at the foibles of the heart Mm. that's almost like something out of an Eric Romer movie. I don't actually know who Eric Romer is. No. He goes on to say that this is one of the better Apatow factory films that uses juvenile humor um, to explore adult issues like sex and commitment. That's the only review that I actually wrote down but the, there was a lot of like talk about, you know, like this is just uh, you know, an Apatow film where they just scramble up the cast and they just play against different archetypes than they played in which yeah. is kind of fun That It's like you can watch all these movies and they've all got the same kind of or, you know, some, some core players that are yes, in, the, in yeah. most of the movies, but they play very different in each of yeah, them. So it's yeah. kind of, kind of fun. Yeah. So why don't you give me a synopsis?
0: Okay. So Forgetting Sarah Marshall <laughs> is about musician Peter and his TV actress, girlfriend, Sarah. When Peter is suddenly dumped by Sarah without a stitch of clothing on, he begins a stretch of self-destruction, depression, and one night stands. To get his mind off things, Peter goes on vacation to Hawaii and just happens to be at the same resort as Sarah and her new rock star boyfriend, Elvis. Peter does his best to stay away from the couple at the small resort and make friends with other guests and employees, including the beautiful front desk agent, Rachel. They really end up liking each other, just as Sarah and Elvis's relationship falls apart. Sarah tries to get Peter back, but Peter realizes he's over her. He goes back to L.A. and produces the weirdest version of Dracula <laughs> you've never seen.
1: There's so many facts, even just in your synopsis, but yeah. I think I'll still save them. Being broken up with, without a stitch of clothing on yeah, is based on an actual event from Jason Segel's oh, no. history. Said, Although in real life, I put clothes on like halfway through. But, okay. Uh, but yeah, he was broken up with naked. Oh God, that's brutal. The whole movie is actually like kind
0: of an amalgamation of breakups in his life i figured like at the very end when the credits rolled and it was like written by jason siegel i was like oh i wonder how much of this is like true to
1: life he said it was based on his breakup with linda Cardellini. which did you ever watch freaks and geeks yes oh yeah yeah so they met and dated okay i don't know i think they dated for quite a long time yeah so he said it was based on his breakup with her as well as three other breakups with unspecified women but he said that the naked breakup did not involve Cardellini.
0: okay yes
1: all right. So, why don't you dive in and I will
0: pepper my other facts in as they come. Okay. So, my first thought is I love that bathroom. All that like vintage like tile work yes. and it's got like the vertical lights on either side yeah. and it was like his so whole pretty. house is so charming. So, yeah, I love it. So, cuz you it starts out with him like in the bathroom kind of like getting ready for the day and he's like looking in the in the medicine cabinet kind of mirror and he does that like Pex Fleck thing, and it was like... So my first note was, I love that bathroom. Not the Peck Flex though. <laughs> and then um, he sits down to have a nice salad bowl of cereal. <laughs> this man is a man after my own heart. <laughs> he is, he and, Although... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, he is like a cereal fiend. It's like, how much cereal would you like? The entire box.
1: I can relate with that. Although... I would never eat it out of a giant salad bowl like that. I would probably eat the same amount. Yeah. But you'd have to just keep topping it up because it will get, get soggy. so soggy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you definitely. And also don't eat Fruit Loops. I love Fruit Loops. I can eat them dry. Once you mm. put milk on them, it just it gets yucky. I like them both ways. Definitely Fruit Loops is definitely a good, like, dry munch in cereal. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast before because it's just like a delicious, delicious snack. But when I was still working in the office, our cafeteria would make like Rice Krispie Squares, but they'd make them with Fruit Loops. Yeah. Oh my God, those are good. <laughs> I should just make them. Yeah, it's why just, not? It's just Rice Krispie Squares with Fruit Loops in you them. You can do it with any cereal. You can do whatever I goddamn feel like. <laughs> I'm going to make it with um, shredded wheat. Well, hey. Uh, don't, that's disgusting. Don't do that. You never know. <laughs> I feel like I do know though. <laughs> grape nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Break your teeth. I like grape nuts though. Do yeah. you? Mm-hmm. You're an old lady.
1: <laughs> i am grape yeah. nuts is a good like add it to another cereal fair enough so yes you get some i do fiber and feel a little less guilty about the fruit loops yeah
0: Although i do I have it. like a like a granola-y kind of like it's in the cereal aisle it's yeah like marketed as a cereal but i put it in with like yogurt all the time
1: i do that with uh quaker harvest crunch i use just as <laughs> as granola
0: um i think that's actually what i eat. yeah 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 in, it's in, like the yellow with, box eh? Hey? Yes. yeah yeah I
1: should, I'm going to rewind to saying so I feel less guilty about it because I have entered my no guilt. Era. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, ref- my New Year's resolution this year was to not have guilty pleasures. Awesome. And that's not to say that I'm not going to have the pleasures. I'm just not going to have the guilt yeah. about the pleasures. Yeah. If I want to eat a bowl of Fruit Loops and enjoy it, no guilt. I'm just going to enjoy it. A pleasure, no guilt. But yes. I can like <laughs>
0: um, So then my next note is just put some fucking pants on. <laughs> you can't have a serious conversation with that staring at you. you. Sound like me with, turn the fucking lights on. Put some fucking pants on. Because like, when she first comes home, he just like has a towel on. Yeah. He drops his towel and he's like, eh, and he like wiggles So you can around hear it's the like, smack, it's smack, like smack. Just, yeah. um yeah. And then especially when like the next thing is like, I'm breaking up with you. It's like, put like literally. At least just put the towel back on. Yes. It's right there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like just like, bend over, put Yeah. Um, but then I was like, oh, okay. So this is another man child movie. Because <laughs> like throughout the movie, like even at one point, like Sarah kind of has like a breakdown and she's like, I'm done like trying with you. Yeah. And it's like, yes. Like if you're both going to be adults, maybe you can, you know, not eat a giant bowl of fruit loops.
1: Yeah. And, and very much like she's made out to be the villain in this movie. And yes. And, uh, That actually was in some of the reviews and stuff too. It's like, there is a healthy dose of misogyny in this Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. obviously like, yeah, she's done some shitty things and made some bad choices, but it takes two. Yes. Yeah. And he's, he's like made out to be, you know, the good guy. He's such a great guy, but like.
0: He's such a good guy and he's just like an innocent, like he would never do anything wrong. And he's just such a nice guy. And it's like, but in, in being that person, you're kind of doing things wrong because you're not like. Being, being an adult like taking care of your shit yeah. yeah you're just like expecting someone to like do all the work for you and yeah. yeah even like when when he is in the kitchen later with his like stepbrother or whatever and they're um he has like this like bowl of, or the, not the bowl of cereal but like the Tupperware thing yeah. of cereal he's like sarah bought this for me because i was always like leaving my cereal box open and then it got all like stale and it's like yeah exactly so like there's another thing where she had to like go yeah. out and get a thing because you couldn't just close a cereal box Right. so he isn't handling that breakup like at all just it's yeah. it's yeah very uh soul destroying which is like hey here's another man who should just go to therapy mm-hmm <laughs> And later he writes a song about it where it's like, go to the psychiatrist. I don't want to go to the psychiatrist. You need to go to the psychiatrist. <laughs> in that scene, I was just like, yes, yes, you do. Stop writing silly songs. Go to the psychiatrist. <laughs> um, so he just shows up at the hotel in Hawaii. When he decides to go to, the, to yeah. Hawaii, he just shows up and he's like, hey, I don't have a reservation. And it's like, it's a pretty big gamble. Yeah. Because it's not like you're just going to like. You know, he's he's like in LA, so he's not just going to like San Francisco. Yeah. He's going like across the country. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, typical of someone clearly who has other people do stuff for him right. all the time. It's like, oh, I need a reservation. I didn't think it was like that big a deal. Yeah, It's like, did you just show up to the airport too and be like, ticket please? Probably. Yeah. Right. Which I don't even think you can do that anymore. Can you? I don't know. I know like you used to be able yeah. to do that, but now it's just like. Did you not go online and book it? I, I can't help you. I don't know.
1: Yeah, because that's how every rom-com where somebody's gone
0: and chased somebody down at the airport goes, I need a ticket to here. Yeah, yeah. I think of, like, even though it was set in, like, the 70s, like, Almost Famous, where she's always, yeah. like, cashing in, like, her, like, old bits of tickets, and it's like, I, like, combined all these, and will yeah. get me to, like, you know, Oregon or whatever. So it's like... Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that one. Um, so then... I, I felt a scene like in my bones when he is like at the, at the resort and Jonah Hill is working at the, uh, like the resort restaurant or whatever. And um, so he's finishing up a conversation where he's like, no, I cannot buy you weed or I cannot get you weed. I'm <laughs> yeah. at work right now. That's not the part I felt in my bones. But um, then like, he's like, okay, I have to hang up now, whatever. And then uh, Peter shows up and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm just looking to like get some dinner. And he's like, Oh, is your wife going to be joining us? No. Your girlfriend? No, I don't have a girlfriend. Just you're just by yourself. Yeah. Dude, you want a magazine or something? It's going to be pretty boring and it's like as a solo traveler, that yeah. is like a thing. Like there's plenty of places where like I can just go to like cuz I'm not like a big like restaurant lady, right. but yeah. I like yeah, like a good cafe or yeah. something. Yeah. And that's usually like pretty pretty chill for like sitting by yourself, or if you're getting, like, fast food, like, yeah. in the city or whatever, I'll get fast food by myself all the time kind of thing. Yeah. But um, I've been to, like, a resort before where it's, like, yeah, I'm just going to vibe here by myself. And, like, only, like, one time was it, like, awkward. Mm. And the rest of the time it's, like, yeah, I'm just here by myself. Yeah. And I'm having a better time than that couple over there that's been screaming at right? each other all weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, when when he was, like, just you, just by yourself, it's, like... I know that feel. And yes, go have fun. Yes. Experience things solo. It's yeah, good, 100%. Good character building. Yes. I have so much character. <laughs> you sure do. I didn't Sorry. say it was good or bad. I just said it was character. <laughs> um, so he gets seated like literally right next to Sarah and Aldis. And they're always like, "No, you should like come sit with us." And he's like, "No, I'm like literally not going to." And they're like, "Oh, you could." And it's like, but like he can't. Like right, it's like, it's just don't. like it's just like a midsummer. Like I told her she could come to Sweden, but like she's not going to come to Sweden. Yeah, it's like well, fuck. Now she's in Sweden with us. Um, so it's like at this point where I realize like they do some like sort of close ups on on Peter's face, where like he's not like cartoonishly like in grief they just kind of show his face and it's like that is a sad face like he does that so well where it's like you are really like feeling it like not like you know when he's like audibly weeping yeah curled up in the fetal yeah and they like they Um, like call up they're like so there seems to be a woman like crying (laughs) up there and he's like it's just me you know like that's very cartoony but when they just show his face with like just like no like happiness or joy for somebody expression. who is
1: such a, like, a big kind of character yeah, actor, yeah. yeah, he he definitely has the capacity for some nuance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So then he's sitting at a piano. I don't know if it's, it must be, like, just in the hotel or whenever yeah, there's a piano. So. And he just, like, breaks out into the Muppets theme song. And it's like, okay, this comes up a few times in this movie. What is with this man and the Muppets? He's because obsessed he was, with the Muppets. he was in the Muppets movie, yeah. too. So, and it's like... Are you like Jim Henson's nephew or something? Like um, what is what is your deal? Aside from just the Muppets rule, obviously. <laughs>
1: so, okay, I have a few. Okay. So, we're just going to yeah. launch into a list of factoids here. So, um, he plays part of the theme of the Muppets show. In 2001, he and Nicholas Stoller were the screenwriters for the Muppet movie. So oh, the I didn't really movie the that we went to yeah, see in yeah, the theater. Yeah. Um yeah, he the two of them, the director and Jason were the screenwriters.
2: Okay.
1: Um And years before this movie, he had actually written a Dracula musical uh, that he wanted to perform with puppets. Uh, The first person he played the musical for was Judd Apatow, who told him, you can't play this for anyone ever. But then they decided it was a good hook for the movie. And the puppets in the musical, when he finally... (laughs) Does it at the end were actually created by Jim Henson Labs.
0: I noticed that when I watched all the credits uh, and I saw like it was like uh, puppets or whatever, like created by Jim Henson. I yeah. was like, oh.
1: Yeah. So he's okay. he uh, yeah, he's long been obsessed with the Muppets. Cause
0: they're cause they're like the Jim Henson creatures have like a very like distinct look. Yes. Like even when you're not watching like the Muppet show, yes. it's yeah. like, like I think of, um, the best movie ever made, Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> and there's parts where it's, like, not, like, a specific Muppet. It's just, like, random town yeah, number yeah. one. And even though, it, like, it's a person, you can still tell, like, Jim Henson created that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I um, love Jim Henson. Yes. Yeah. As much as I don't like, like, children's programming, <laughs> the Muppet slap. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then, our the next uh, scene that comes up is uh, one of your other boyfriends, Paul Red, just yes. shows up. <laughs> did not expect him. <laughs> so he's teaching he's teaching Peter how to how to surf, and it's just like, do this. No, don't do that. Well, do it like this. No, but you're doing it wrong. And it's yeah. like. So, like, just don't do anything. And he's like, okay, okay, you're going to need to do a little bit more than that. And it's like, what do you want? Because, like, the very first time when they were, like, still on land and he did, like, the first kind of, like, jump up, I was like, that's pretty good. Because I sure would not be like that, like, smooth standing up. I'd be like, just a second. Yeah, I don't think
1: I could surf just based on how long it takes me to get up off the floor. Right?
0: Yeah. Like, can I put, like one foot and then like press on my, on this knee to like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be good. I would love to like try surfing, but it seems terrifying. I, I know
1: that I would not ever be able to get up. I can't even get up on water skis.
0: Yeah. That, that seems like it requires a different set of muscles. I'm sure
1: it does. I have tried so many times to water ski and like the people who have been like the people who like own the boat or the cottage where I've tried or whatever have always been like, you just do this and it'll just pull you up. You just, it just happens and yeah. it has never once <laughs> happened for me. I just, I don't know if it's my center of gravity or what, but yeah. I physically could mm. never get up on water skis. So
0: I've never had the opportunity to try, but I would like to. Mm. So if I anyone mean, listening has a cabin and that has access to a lake and a speedboat and a set of, uh, skis and a life jacket <clears throat> i will come and try skiing at your house <laughs> yeah like surfing like i always have this like image of like here's exactly what would happen when i'm surfing because i just like can't imagine it going any other way i would be on the board and then i would like slip off and you know how like if you just have like something at like a community pool like a little tiny like half waterboard yeah. yeah and if you like sit on it wrong and it kind like you kind of like comes like shooting out of the water yeah so I would be sitting on a surfboard and I would slip off of it and it will go flying up and then it will come right back and hit me in the head that is all I can imagine happening
1: I feel like there are many like movies and shows and
0: stuff with that very scene maybe maybe that's why that's all I can think of (laughs) when I think of trying to ski but yeah and then I noticed in all their outdoor scenes I was like is it always this windy in Hawaii? I think so. Because I want to go to Hawaii, but not if it's windy. Because I live in one of the windiest places ever, and I, there were literally days where I was like, "I'm going to go outside and do this and this and this," and then it's windy, and it's like canceled. Nope, staying mm-hmm. in the house today. Um, I think it is quite windy. Nope. Never mind then. Scratch but I think that it's like a vacation. warm wind. Well, but still windy. So scratch it off the vacation list. Mm-hmm. And. That's
1: okay. Hot take, they don't want you there anyway.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like kind of one of those places where it's like I want to go, but I kind of feel like they don't,
1: yeah, no allowed to anymore. You know, it's it's one of those kind of things where like you want to respect what the the locals want, but also there's no consistency to, you know, yes. you hear lots and lots yes. of people saying like stay home. You know, our resources are precious and we don't want tourists here. And then in the next breath, there's others saying, come visit us. We, you know, we rely on tourism. We're we're,
0: we're a tourist economy. So, So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting
0: conundrum. Yeah. It's like, you know, and we talked about this in our last episode with Italy too, where there's kind of been like a a discussion of like, we don't want tourists here anymore. Because there's so many like jerky tourists right yeah. where it's like but i'm respectful i wouldn't like steal a rock from the from the volcano because i don't want to get cursed by pele like <laughs> i would be a good guy but i mean yeah. everyone thinks they're a good guy then you get there and it's like no you're a fucking asshole right yeah you just pissed on that ancient tree <laughs> you disrespected their family um so apparently this is a hot take i can't stand russell brandt it's not a hot take. Okay, because Yvonne made it seem like a hot take when I was talking to her yesterday. Oh, no. She's like, I, can't I stand love me. him, he's great. And I was like, he's, ugh, he's I hate him. He's so pretentious. Up his own ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah no, I think that's, that's a pretty common
0: okay. take. Okay, so. hey. good, because I was just like, oh, I just don't and, like this
1: guy. And I mean, that's kind of his whole thing in this movie. Apparently, um, his character was written to be a much more, like, posh, sophisticated, like, oh, slick... interesting. ...refined. They actually talked about Charlie Hunman. Oh! Um, Hunnam? I don't
0: know. Hunnam. Yeah, I think it's Hunnam. Hunnam. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, he was in consideration for the role, but hmm. Russell Brand showed up without reading the script or knowing what it was about and auditioned, and they loved it so much that they completely, like, rewrote... Oh, wow. ...the character for yeah. him. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel, like, very much, like, there's... This movie and like a couple other movies that he's in where it's very much like another case of uh Russell Brand plays Russell Brand. Yeah. You know.
1: Except for well, yeah, I think very much in this movie. I was gonna say except for like in real life he's he's all like spiritualisty, but he kind of is in this yeah, movie. Too. He,
0: yeah, he was definitely like meditating and like doing yoga and he whatnot. um
1: so, he was in a movie called Get Him to the Greek. Yes. Uh, which is essentially the same character. Yes. And Jonah Hill was in that as well, but he was playing his, like, handler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, yeah. Uh,
0: have you seen that? I have seen that yeah. movie, actually. That's yes. Shocking. I feel like I saw it, like, because sh- like, it came out, like, shortly after this movie, eh? I think so, yeah. And so, I feel like, I was like, oh, that Crazy French movie that I watched. <laughs> There's another movie like this. Oh. And, yeah. yeah. And so, I think I watched it, like, very close together because i feel like there was a time when like maybe i liked russell brand or like i he was like oh he's like this crazy like like reincarnated like 80s rock star kind of guy like that i kind of like that vibe and then like as i get older it's like fuck you're nauseating i definitely
1: liked him at first too it was like yeah he's got interesting stuff he, to he's say. so he's
0: so like different and yeah. interesting yeah i'm like
1: yeah he's got interesting takes on yeah. things and it's like now i listen to him and i'm just
0: like get over yourself yeah yeah exactly yeah. So then we learn that Peter's writing a rock opera about Dracula with puppets. And I'm like, I love everything about this. Like <laughs> he has enough money, I feel. Like uh Jason Siegel has enough money, I feel that he could just do it. Just just make this. Just please. Yeah, it needs just to be please a thing. create it because I would watch it so hard. I think it's delightful.
1: So I just googled this cause I couldn't remember but in get him to the greek yeah. it's actually exactly the same character like he's all snow in both oh okay
0: so yes so get him to
1: the greek's almost like a spin-off from yeah. this
0: um
1: this was in 2008 get him to the greek was 2010 so oh,
0: okay yeah. yeah so very close interesting so peter decides to go out with uh with Rachel from the front desk yeah. my lacunas and they go uh to one party where like her crazy ex shows up and so they like take off out of there and they go to this like adorable tiki bar which is like all i want mm-hmm. all i want to go to is a tiki bar just like that please make it happen in this city someone listening just want to go to a tiki bar. why don't bar. you make it happen i cannot <laughs> just simply let's quit our jobs and be
1: podcasters by day and tiki bar owners by night
0: yeah honestly anything in the restaurant industry in this city is maybe in any city is such a gamble like, yeah Nothing we're lasts. such a restaurant city and it's like unless you go to that restaurant like right away like it is not going to be here in six months yeah so if you want to try it out try it out now. and
1: it's we're such a restaurant city but i feel like we're like a boston pizza restaurant like a chain restaurant
0: city. and like american chains like remember yeah. when like we got an olive garden and, and people and... like creamed their jeans for fucking <laughs> yes. weeks yeah. over olive garden i've been there once i've been there once too and trust me, I fucking love pasta. So it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but you know, it was better than six girls.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe we shouldn't be talking about the olive garden. We should be talking about
0: like the, the peanut patio or something. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut patio. Now serving Schmin has pier. (laughs) Yeah. It's right around the corner from Six Girls. It's literally right around the corner from Six Girls yeah. here. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> so anyway, okay, I'm done. <laughs> so they're at this tiki bar, and um, Peter's telling Rachel all about his his rock opera that he's making. And he goes into the bathroom. When he comes back, she's like, oh, I have a surprise for you. And he's like, oh, cool. What's the surprise? And like the house band stops singing and they're like, yeah. we have Peter here. He was going to like sing us a song from his upcoming rock opera. And it's like, that's not a surprise. Yeah. yeah. That's like a surprise. I'm going to like force you to like. Put you on the spot. Yeah. And when she first, like when, like when he first realized like, oh, I'm going to have to sing a song. I was expecting it to be like, oh, I don't actually have music for this. This is just like an idea I yeah. had. Yeah. I, I didn't really think he was gonna have like any music at all, but then he got up and he, he sang the song and he sang it in the Transylvania accent, and that was the best part. Yes. It's like Getting I to die. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> so they have like this lovely evening and she drops him back off at the at the hotel and he's like oh I had fun and he seems like really happy and like he gets out of the car and he shuts the door and the, as soon as his back is turned like his face just falls and he's like I'm sad again and it's yeah. like "Ooh, I like know that like being like that sad where it's like no I'm having a great time it's fine and like as soon as you like are out of, like, sight, where it's just, like, I'm not fine.
1: Yeah. That's actually maybe another tie-in to The Midsommar, too, because, uh, yeah, in front of people I have to put yes, on this yes. I'm-everything's-okay I'm face, but yeah. then I'm going to go hide behind this building and um, weep. Yeah. Okay, sidebar back to that movie, actually, yeah. too. Uh, Florence Pugh mm-hmm. does such a good sad face. She does. And I saw an interview with her on, like, I think it was Graham Norton. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you ever watch
1: Graham Norton um, I've watched
0: like some clips and stuff. It's, yeah. It's pretty yeah. funny usually.
1: I, like him. Or I This maybe wasn't actually Graham Norton now that I think about it. Was I it didn't... the other
0: guy that they always like, they always have drinks on set? And it's, I feel like this oh, is probably, I can't think of. is that Andy Cohen? Watch I don't What don't Happens know, Live or something? but he's a British guy and there's always like a oh. panel. And if you're ever watching a celebrity tell a funny story on like a British talk show, it's probably that yeah, guy. That's Graham Norton. Is that Graham Norton? Yeah. Oh okay, thought Cream Norton was ginger. Nope. he's got like Who I gray hair. Of? Yeah, okay, no, that's him. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Who cares? Anyway.
1: Anyway, yeah. so she was on a talk show and they yeah. were talking about your fans talk about this this specific. It maybe was even Colbert. Now that I think, mm. about it. whatever. Yeah. Um, about this this specific face that you made, and she immediately went, "Oh," and like made this really sad face, and she's like. It's just something my face has always done. Aww. Even when I was a little kid and trying not to cry, I'd get this like real frown. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Aww. I just know how to do that. So then the next day he's like he's trying to make plans with Rachel again. Cause he's like, oh, I kind of like have this kind of person that I'm seeing or like making friends with or maybe more on yeah, a crush. Safe. Yeah. So I'm like trying to see her as much as possible. And she's like working. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, like, want to go hiking? And she's like, yeah, okay. It's like, but you're working. <laughs> like, you can't just, like, leave the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but she, like, gets changed out of her, like, cute little suit. And they uh, they go hiking. And he's like, it's, like, super hard work. And they're both, like, sweating. And so they're, like, at the very edge of this cliff. And they're talking. And she's like, sometimes you just have to, like, jump. And he's like, you're right. I have to just, like, take the plunge. And he, like, leans in to kiss her. And she just like jumps off the cliff and he's like did i make you kill yourself instead of having to kiss me (laughs) and and we find out that there's like water there and she's like done that insanely terrifying thing of just jumping off a cliff into the ocean jumping off a cliff too there's so many parallels oh fuck yeah (laughs) holy hell um except for she did not get her face bashed in at the bottom thankfully
1: because it's a very nice face
0: it is yes but um Peter was definitely afraid that he was going to get injured. And he like, he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And he like goes to jump and then he chickens out at the last second. And it's like, that is exactly what I would do. I'd be like, I'm going to do it. Ugh. And that is exactly how you die. Because if yes. you don't get
1: enough air between you and the cliff, yep. you're going to tumble down. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's what she eventually says. She's like, you have to like push yourself away from the cliff yeah. and then like fall into the water kind of thing. But it's like, yeah, like honestly... I go to, like, the local, like, aquatic center here, like, the the Lawson downtown. Yeah. And the diving board at the very top. I see, like, kids jumping off that. And it's like, that shit is too fucking scary for this guy.
1: I once... Okay, so they have, like, the really low diving boards Mm -hmm. and then the high diving boards. And then they have the three towers. Yes. So, you know, the lowest tower, which, like, yeah, little kids. And then there's the one yeah, it's all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah, way up there. I have gone off the low diving board many times uh-huh. and the high diving boards a couple times. And then once I climbed to the, to the first tower, like yeah. the lowest tower. Yeah. And uh, then climbed the ladder back down. Yeah. No. Yeah, there was no way.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back Yeah.
1: to the movie. Um,
0: yeah. But eventually he does jump into the ocean, which is terrifying. Like I yeah. just, I could never. Not for me. No, absolutely not um and he he survives so hooray Mm -hmm. so sarah's kind of start we kind of see sarah kind of starting to have like second thoughts or like you know she's kind of like gotten over her first big like i'm broken up with you and she's kind of like done being angry and now she's kind of like wistful and she kind of like watches peter and kind of feels like regret or something
1: i think a lot of that is because like he sees that she's interested or she sees that he's interested in somebody else and like
0: He's not just weeping. Yeah. Twenty four seven kind yeah. of thing. So at one point she goes up to um up to the front desk where Rachel is, and she's like, Oh, is there like a good sushi place? And just kind of talking to her. And she has this dress on. This dress that says this film was this film was made in two thousand eight. Right. It is it is a whole thing. It's it's a look. And looking at it, it's like, okay, I would have never worn like a dress that short, but I had blouses like that yes where it was like billowy and then it was like gathered into like a band at the hips yeah
1: and the sleeves were billowy but maybe had a slit
0: from the shoulder
1: to the cuff yeah
0: yeah it's like (laughs) once again why why did people let us do these things like the 2000 to 2010 was the worst time like millennium fashion millennium fashion yeah is just the worst yeah. thing ever. I hated it. All she needed with that dress was a skinny scarf. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was it was bad. Um, and then back at the ocean, Peter finally gets up on the surfboard because he says to uh, he says to Paul Red's character, he's like, "I'm leaving in a couple of days, and like I just want to like stand up on a surfboard like just once." Yeah. And I love how every time he encounters Paul Rudd, it's like this is the first time he's ever yes. encountered him. I'm like, hey, man, like, how's it going? And he's like, we had a great conversation on the ocean, like, yesterday. We we have talked to each other. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> and he uh, he uses the same line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his same, like, customer service line. Yeah. Like, oh, you look pretty down. Yeah. We can fix look, that with the ocean. Sadness behind those eyes Yes. And he's like, you know what could fix that? Some weed. Do you have any? (laughs) 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 Um, So, but he does get out on the board, and he finally gets up on the surfboard, and he's all, like, proud of himself. Um, And this is after he is, like, just kind of sitting on the board talking with Aldous. And Aldous kind of lets it slip that he's been sleeping with Sarah for a year. And so then uh, Peter, like loses it and then he like takes off and he's like oh wave i'm gonna like i can like finally catch this wave and in doing it he like takes out Elvis. he's like under the water like passed out like he does a thing that i would do where he gets like hit in the head with a surfboard and then he just dies and they bring him out of the water and he has a piece of coral in his leg which i didn't realize was like a thing to be scared of so (laughs) now i have a new thing to be scared of and Wasn't that worse than even any of the scenes in Midsummer? Yes. I could feel that coral. It's like, can you smash him with a sledgehammer instead? Cause (laughs) I can handle that better. Set him on fire inside a bear. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was gnarly. Um, And then like Paul Rudd is there and he's just like, uh, actually I can't actually like do any first aid because of like our insurance. And he's like, call, go to the front desk, like call an ambulance calling it, go to the front desk, yeah, and he's like, okay, he's up. not going to do that, so I guess I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna fix um, this. And the funny thing
1: about that is that, like, if I perform any first aid, it's against her. Yeah. Like, if you're a surf instructor at a resort, you would have to have first aid in order to be insured, I'm sure.
0: And I feel like, what's his Hawaiian, Kunu, his yeah, yeah, Kunu. Yeah. I feel like Kunu has first aid instruction, and they probably, like made sure he had first aid instruction and Kunu has just forgotten that Kunu That's has first very, aid instruction. very, yeah. plausible, yes. <laughs> and then I decided that this movie does just exist to make Sarah look like shit. Yeah. Like, they kind of do all these flashbacks about how, like, look at all these, like, stupid gifts that Sarah bought for Peter that, like, oh, mm, the time yeah. she bought him what people will probably call, like, a, a man, man purse, purse, which is, like, it's just a bag. It doesn't yeah. have to be, a, you don't have to gender it. It's just a fucking bag you put on your shoulder. Yeah. And then, like, some other, like, weirdo shirt, and she, like, got him, like, a trucker hat and yeah. everything, and it's like, oh, woman bad, buy bad gifts.
1: Right, like, she's buying you gifts, at right? Least, right, yeah. Um, and then we also learn that she buys you thoughtful things, like the cereal holder. Yeah, when, um, like, you
0: needed someone to fucking parent you, because you can't just close the lid on a box of cereal. Yeah.
1: I am really glad that the scene where she breaks down and says how she tried, yes. and yes. the things, like, his faults... I'm gl- I'm so glad that scene exists, because yeah. otherwise, then, yes, it is just, like, a one-sided... Yeah. She's an evil bitch, and...
0: Yeah. Yeah, where she's, like... And it wasn't, like, it wasn't played for her to be, like, this shrill, crazy person. She's, like, she was, like, really real, and she was yeah. crying, and she's, like, I have tried so hard, I have talked to so many people, and you yeah. are just a fucking child. Yeah. So, yeah, so they made her, like, look like shit with all her, like, stupid gifts, and then they were just, like... Making fun of this stupid movie that she made and like, oh, I've told her it, that was so stupid and that was so dumb. And it's like, we've all done dumb things that like, or like had like stupid jobs. Yeah. And then like. It's like, but she probably made a lot of money making well, that Well, and sometimes stupid you're like doing a stupid job and you're like, I know this is fucking stupid, but like because of this, like. Yeah. I have a house or whatever. Right. And then for, like, everyone to just – or for, like, both the men to just sit there and, like, fucking roast her for it, like, at the table yeah, is, like – So rude. Chill the fuck out, dude. Um, But I do have a fact about oh, that okay.
1: scene. Uh, the, So the scene where they make fun of Sarah's movie about a killer phone was written without knowing the fact that Kristen Bell had actually starred in a movie called Pulse, which has a similar premise um, about, like, essentially a killer phone.
0: I mean, kind of. <laughs> it's kind of about a killer phone.
1: Um – and another coincidence was that um, Kristen Bell's show Veronica Mars was canceled the day before Bell
0: shot the scene where Sarah oh, finds out the no. show was canceled. Oh, man. Did you ever watch Veronica Mars? The only thing I ever watched of Veronica Mars is when you had it on in the hotel in London that one time. Oh, I did. Oh yeah. But that might have been like new Veronica Mars. I don't know. Yeah,
1: so it was on for a while and then canceled for a while and then yeah. on again for a while. And then there was a movie. I have watched it all. I, I definitely... Like, for years had kind of seen previews and clips and stuff and thought, like, this doesn't really seem like anything I'm into. But I also really like Kristen Bell. Mm. So one day I was just like, maybe I'm going to watch this. And I, like, binged through everything. And I was glad that I'm like, I'm glad I I came to this later in life because all of the iterations exist now. The movie and the Mm. the last season and stuff. So I could binge through it all.
0: Nice. Yeah. um, I remember, like watching there was like i don't know if it was just an episode or we found a channel that had like a whole bunch of episodes that were Mm. playing but i was like what's that
1: i don't even remember it was like
0: when we had come back to london from edinburgh we were staying Mm. in that smaller room for a few days and yeah and you were like oh well this person is this and then this happens and you had like gone to like have a shower or whatever and i was just like watching and then you came back in the room and i was like I don't know. I was just like confused and I was like, what is happening in this show? Like this guy is doing this, but then this is happening and you're like, oh yeah, that happens all the time in the show. And I was like, this show seems bizarre. It is a little bizarre, but it was, it was fun. Yeah.
1: It was fun. It was a really interesting like balance of like kind of teen drama, but like there was some, it it was, it was interesting. It was yeah. multifaceted.
0: Ah, multifaceted. Okay. Yeah. It was Fair a enough. good binge. anyway. Yeah. So this whole, like, vacation was supposed to be a four-day stay. Because when Peter still first gets there, he was like, hey, I'm just, like, randomly looking for a hotel room. Yeah. And Rachel is like, oh, well, I can put you up in this room for four days. So it's like, it's a four-day vacation. Yeah. And it's like, these are the longest fucking four days ever. Like, I feel like he's been there for a month. Right. Yeah. Um, and then... There's a scene, it's kind of like the scene where, like, Peter kind of turns a corner and he's like, I think I'm over this. And I'm going to, like, decide to, like, be happy for the yeah. rest of the thing. And they play my favorite Belle and Sebastian song. Oh. <laughs> and it was the best part. Uh. I did enjoy that. Um, So then uh, all this, like, officially breaks up with, with Sarah and he's going back home to England or whatever. And she tries to sleep with Peter, and it's, like, not working out or whatever. And then he's just like, you're the goddamn devil. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yes, of course, I forgot. She's the crazy bitch. That's yeah, the problem it's with this movie. also
1: her fault that you can't get it up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. So, but then, like, kind of in the next scene, he was, like, talking to Rachel. He, like, went to Rachel right away, and he's like, so... Like, I kissed and I made out and I, like, tried to sleep with with Sarah, but, like, it didn't really, like, work out and blah, blah, blah. And she was just, like, I, I wrote, like, Rachel for the win. You should not be with anyone right now. Yes. Not anyone. And it's, like, yes. Yeah. 100% exactly. And then, like, the next scene is he's back home and he's singing the psychiatrist song. And it's, like, that too. That you should also. <laughs> like, not be with anyone and go and to go the psychiatrist. To psychiatrist. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then we're getting, like, very close to the end here. So then my next note is what's with jason seagull and puppets <laughs> but we have we have established yes. man just likes muppets and hey I guess so who doesn't muppets are fucking great They're fabulous yeah <laughs> and then so he finally does like make his his dracula show and yeah. it looks like ridiculous and i just wrote i would legit go to this show absolutely i need to see it the end when all the like felt bats like fall yes. from the ceiling it's like everything is perfect yeah Except they do this thing that like I know they do in theater, like in like puppetry where like the puppet the puppeteers wear like all black or whatever. But like, his face yeah. is white, and, like, there's spotlights on him, and it's like, well, you can still see the guy then. Yeah. Because I've seen, it's like... just how they do it. I've seen, like, other puppets, though, where it's done in, like, straight-up, like, black box theater, where, like, you can't see the puppeteer. Yeah. It's just a different style. Yeah. Like when, like, when I saw Avenue Q, I was like, well, the puppeteers are, like, re- like literally right there. Like, I can see them. What yeah. the fuck is this show? Um, and then I discovered it's delightful is what it is. Todd watched this
1: with me, too, when- and... <laughs> He, he had to say, he's like, but they can
0: see the puppeteers. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, yeah, it's, it's a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've only ever like really seen it where like, they're like completely like in black. So yeah. you can't see them until I saw Avenue Q. And I was mm-hmm. like, like my, cause Avenue I didn't, Q is so good. I didn't know that anything about Avenue Q until, um, Yvonne actually was like, yeah. Hey, I have tickets. Like, do you want to go with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. I didn't know anything about I knew it was puppets that like looked like muppets that's yeah. all I knew and then when they came out and you could like see the puppeteers I was like oh so like is this shitty like what is this <laughs> and then I watched it and I was like oh no okay this is just the like internet the style is for porn internet is for porn <laughs> uh, yeah um and then my final note is just dick out again <laughs> there are a lot of dicks
1: out in this episode yes.
0: yeah so, I gave it six weirdo puppets out of ten. Nice. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, I only have one other, like, factoid that, just because it amused me. Yeah. Um, so, there's a scene in the movie where one of the, like, employees that that Peter kind of makes friends with through the the course of the movie is talking about essentially how much better it is to just be working at a resort in, in uh, Hawaii than... <laughs> some corporate job and he's talking about i used to know how to do blah 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 and now you know what i know the names of 60 different fish yeah and so he's naming off all these fish hawaii state fish actually is what he said it was yeah and it is i had to practice this pronunciation Uh. it's (laughs) i don't know why i'm all of a sudden embarrassed it's called humu humu nuku nuku apua
0: Oh, okay. That's the name of their their state fish. Yeah, when I I watched it with subtitles cuz I watch everything with subtitles and like I saw like the subtitle then I saw him rattle it off and I was like impressive.
1: He and he says it so much f- faster than me. Like I really had to phonetic. Yeah.
0: Humu humu nuku nuku apua. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. I like that character. Yeah. He was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually uh, there were a couple of the the uh hotel employees yeah. that were really like their their characters really added to the yeah,
0: show. Yeah, like when he's when uh Peter's gonna go hiking with Rachel and he's like, I thought you were gonna come snorkeling with me. Why doesn't anyone wanna go snorkeling yes, with yeah. me? That's all that I had for, for factoids. Awesome. So. Yeah, it was it was a sweet little movie. It uh yeah, it was kind of it was it did it did what it did. Yeah, it was kind of I'm a glad cute that you story.
1: that you found some enjoyment because yeah. it definitely had the potential to be something that you hate with like kind of the raunchiness of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it, it was wasn't, it wasn't
0: like as bad. as No, some, like there were a couple of scenes that were like, oh, that's kind of childish. But like sometimes a movie is played to be like the whole thing is like gross and childish and whatever and then sometimes like just it only happens with like just one character and mm. it's more like well that's just what he's right. like like when he's on like not Skype but whatever like 2000 yes. like Skype is yeah and he's talking to his step stepbrother and he's like talking to or his the stepbrother's like wife is in the shot and he's like making her like move Mimic her a so, yeah, yeah yeah and it's like um, I was like oh that's lame and I was like but that's what that character was doing it is do. and yeah. you know
1: like that's something a dude would do like, for sure yeah, uh, yeah yeah it's like there were some raunchy scenes and stuff and and but it still had it wasn't just all about that it yes was, it still yeah. had like a nice little plot and and some
0: heart yeah, yeah yeah for sure it's not like like there's some other movies that like that like crew has made where yeah. it's like like what's the one that like everyone thinks is great what's um, the movie with like knocked up i've seen that not that one. What's the one with like McLovin? Oh, super bad. Superbad. Superbad. Yeah, yeah, like that was just. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Superbad. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't care. That for was kind
1: of, I think, like one of the first. It ones. was. That was yeah. the one that that like people's first glimpse of like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill. Yes. And...
0: Yeah, for sure. I
1: lo- I do in general enjoy. All of the Apatow yeah. stuff. I like the I like the the crew that they've kind of put yeah. together. I like Seth Rogen. Yeah. I like... Uh, I love Leslie Mann. Um, yeah. She plays the yeah. screechy wife in most of them. Yes. I love yeah. her. Um, he said I'm old. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I like them. So I'm glad that you enjoyed them. Yeah. No, for sure. That was definitely... That was a cute one. So our next episode... We're just doing a little free-for-all. Just picked some movies that we wanted to make the other watch. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. I haven't mm-hmm. watched the movie that I picked in a long time. Oh. And I have watched it many, many times oh, in yeah? the past. So
0: oh.
1: um, I'm going to make you watch How to Make an American Quilt.
0: Okay. I think I have a good idea of how to do it, but maybe I'll pick <laughs> up some tips. I don't know. And I am going to make you watch The Hills Have Eyes. Um so in true DN fashion, um, this version, we're going to watch the remake from the early 2000s. <laughs> I love that you have to specify because there is always a caveat. Yeah. So this, I, I can't remember exactly the year, like 2005, 2006 mm. or something like that. Not the 1985 one. Okay. So yeah. Noted. Yeah. So with that, we've come to the end of an episode. You can uh, give us a five-star review on uh apple podcasts or you can give us five stars on spotify does that now and you can leave us a little comment in uh in the episode on spotify which i I really like that little feature so that's cool should definitely use that some more
1: yeah we'd love to hear from you um you can check us out on instagram at love and horror podcast
0: i'm on instagram at deanne Teresa. i'm
1: on instagram at calamity underscore laura
0: you can send us an email if you have something more than uh, a Spotify comment you want to make. <laughs> if you want to write us a, a long-winded love letter, you could do that at loveandhorrorpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Uh, you can find us on tonk at loveandhorror.
0: <laughs> and if you want to send us a couple dollars, you could do that. Um, I promise we will not spend the money at Six Girls or Peanut pie. Peanut <laughs> up patio and we won't use it to buy schmin hash pier um but you could send us money at uh coffee which is ko-fi.com slash love and horror podcast so thanks for listening and remember
1: all is fair in in love and horror
0: I sure hope you're not one of those people that listen all the way to the end just for a really funny outtake because somebody forgot to pull any funny quotes to throw in there at the end. That somebody is me. I'm so sorry. Please don't leave us.